Shabbat Shalom. Hey, Shabbat Shalom. Hey, Shabbat 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 Shalom. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to K Torah Torah, where we look at the Torah portion for just a few minutes to grab some knowledge, to learn a little bit of something to take into Shabbat with us. This week we're reading Parshat Bo, and Bo is quite a plague-filled Torah portion, if you will. Last week's Torah portion, which was called Va'era, contained the first seven of the ten plagues. This week in Bo, we get the last three. Locusts, darkness, and what's called Makat Bechorot, the killing of the firstborn. These are in many ways the harshest of the ten plagues, and of course, the tenth plague becomes the final impetus for Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go. So this is it, the Parsha where we finally learn that we, the Israelite slaves, are going to be leaving Egypt, that we're going to be escaping slavery after more than 400 years. We're going to hightail it out of here. As it says in Exodus 1241, And so at the end of 430 years, On that very day, All of God's ranks departed the land of Egypt. And we're told that it was a Leil Shimurim. It was a night of vigil. The commentators want to know what that means, Leil Shimurim. So they look to the root of the word. The word Shimurim comes from a Hebrew root, Shin Mem Resh, that means to guard or to keep, to observe, to watch over. In modern Hebrew, a Shomer is a security guard when you walk into a mall or a shopping center. Shomer Shabbat refers to someone who keeps Shabbat or guards Shabbat. So this Leil Shimurim, this last night that the Israelites spend in Egypt, is somehow a night of keeping, a night of watching over. Rashi, the famous French commentator, says that it was a night where God was watching over the people, where God was ready to fulfill God's promise. And Ibn Ezra, the medieval Spanish commentator, adds that because God watches over us that night, because God shomer that night, so are we commanded to shomer. We are also commanded to keep or guard that night, not only once, but for all eternity. In other words, that night, that Leil Shimurim, becomes an eternal holiday or festival that we are to celebrate every year. Of course, we know it as Pesach. So what we're really witnessing here is a holiday in formation. We're watching our ancient ancestors transforming their collective memory of a particular event, the exodus from Egypt, into an annual celebration with rituals that are intended to commemorate and remind us of that event. In fact, this Parsha is full of rituals. First, the Israelites are commanded to slaughter a lamb, to place the lamb's blood around the lintels of their houses to guard against the angels of death, and to eat that lamb, that Pesach, as a Paschal offering. That, of course, is reminiscent of the Paschal sacrifice that happened in the temple in ancient times at that time of year, which is in turn reminiscent of the Passover Seder that we observe today. We're also told to eat unleavened bread for seven days, 
And we're even told, that all of this, this holiday, shall serve as a sign on your hand and as a reminder on your forehead, reminiscent of the tefillin, the leather boxes that traditional Jews wear on their foreheads and on their arms during morning prayer. A reminder to us that from the very beginning, Judaism has been a religion of memory and a religion of ritual. As Jews, there are lots of rituals that we perform on a regular basis. Lighting of Shabbat candles, prayer in Hebrew, wearing a talit, eating of certain foods, family meals on various holidays. These rituals become points of connection for us in a few different ways. They connect us with each other. We're all performing the same rituals no matter where in the world you are. They connect us with generations past. It's powerful to know that I'm lighting candles just like my great-great-grandparents lit candles. And finally, they connect us with God in whatever way we might conceive God. Our rituals remind us of our obligations to each other and to the world. When I light candles, it reminds me that God created the world with light, according to the Torah, which reminds me that I am responsible to bring light into a dark world, to do tikkun olam, to try to repair the world. So as we read this Parsha, we're reading about what is in some ways one of the darkest moments in Jewish history, this time of fear, this time of transition, this time of great destruction in Egypt. And at the same time, one of the lightest moments, a moment of great hope and optimism as we exit Egypt, as we exit slavery and make our way out into the wilderness toward freedom. May our rituals and our prayers and our stories bring us light when the world feels dark. And may we commit ourselves to be the light that the world needs. Shabbat Shalom.